Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good evening. Welcome in. Ducks big win over USC 36-27. Nine-point victory in a game that generally wasn't that close throughout, but uh, uh, a very interesting fourth quarter, very sloppy from Oregon, very mistake-prone, very disappointing fourth quarter from Oregon, and USC is able to to kind of make the game a little bit more interesting there and and, and with the final margin of 36-27 in this one. Um, obviously, you got to like the way Oregon came out early, really controlled the first half. Um, the you know, the late touchdown by USC was just such a like, oh, what a moment, right? Because you you don't give that big play up, don't give that touchdown up. You go into the half 22-7, getting the ball, chance to go up big, you know, to start the third quarter. So that was really a, a really disappointing play. It, it just feels like the Ducks had so many opportunities to blow this game open and and they just never really were able to. Sometimes that was USC making great plays like at the end of that first half. Sometimes it was Oregon kind of shooting themselves in the foot, drop passes, penalties, really a lot of mistakes by the Ducks. And and quite frankly, one time it was the referees on an absolute phantom defensive pass interference there in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, that would have given, it was a fourth down. I mean, the, the, the Ducks stopped the play, should have been Oregon first and 10, you know, inside the USC 40. And instead, you know, USC gets the first down, goes down, scores the touchdown, makes the, you know, makes the game interesting. It was, it was, uh, I think it was 29-14, no, 36-14 at that point, right? If that turnover happens, Oregon's got the ball in USC territory, chance to go up up by 30, and it's game over, right? And instead, you get that absolute garbage phantom penalty call, and uh, and that changes the game completely. So, but, you know, Oregon had plenty of real penalties on their own and really, really made this game a lot harder on themselves than they should have, uh, you know, 13 penalties for 120 yards. I mean, you just can't, you can't do that. You can't do that and hope to, I mean, they won this game, but I mean, that's just, that's just backbreaking. Again, even if you take out that garbage pass interference, you're still talking 12 penalties for over a hundred yards and you just can't have that. Um, you know, but let, let's talk about, let's talk about the good here, right? I mean, Oregon really dominated USC. You could see they were the much more physical team. They really dominated both lines of scrimmage. You know, even though the game kind of, you know, ended fairly close and it looked like USC had some chances there at the end, I mean, you never felt at any point in this game where USC was in control of the game or it was always, uh, you know, Oregon up by two scores, Oregon up by three scores, right? So it, it never really felt like there was a doubt that he was going to win this game, but USC just made enough enough big plays here and there to, you know, and that's Caleb Williams and that's what they do and 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 you know, just never really had enough to, to put the game away like they could have. But but you still felt like Oregon was clearly the much more dominant team in this game. I mean, they outgained by USC by almost 200 yards. You know, they had 552 yards of offense to, to 379 for USC. Um, you know, did it in the air, did it in the ground as usual. I thought Oregon's defense really, 
really made USC work for everything they had. I mean, basically it was broken plays, big plays. That was USC's entire offense. I don't think they had a single drive in this game where they actually executed a drive down the field, you know, first down after first down. It was just like, you know, uh, basically, can we, can we get a big play? <laughs> um, and, and, uh, you know, and, and that's what they do. And they were, they were pretty effective at it. So give them credit for, for keeping this game fighting. They never gave up and, you know, we talked about USC as a team that, that maybe could have quit at some point on the season or in this game, and they didn't. Uh, and I give them credit for that. And But, you know, overall, I, I Oregon, um, you know, played the better game. They were the better team. They ran the ball better. They passed the ball better. And their de- their defense was much better. I, I think the worry there on defense is Oregon lost their top three cornerbacks in this game. Uh, uh, Julio Florence didn't play most of the second half. Kyrie Jackson didn't play most of the second half. They were in there with uh, with Triquez and and Dante Manning, and then Manning limped off the field, or not limped off. I think he went off the field, kind of holding his arm. He never came back in the game. So they played all of the fourth quarter, most and half of the third quarter, with Triquez Bridges and Nico Reed at the two corner spots. And give those guys credit; they fought hard. Those guys are experienced. You know, they're good players, and this is where the depth matters, right? You're not throwing a true freshman out there. You're not throwing a walk on out there. You're not throwing a guy out there who's not prepared to play. And, and give, you know, obviously Quez gave up that touchdown, you know, late on fourth down, you know, but he's a good player. He made plays. He was in position on those balls. And, and uh, that, that's an advantage of the depth that this team has. And, and, you know, obviously that's something to keep an eye on as we go to Arizona state next week and finish off with the Beavers is, you know, what's the status of some of those injuries. Bucky limped off this game a couple of times. He comes back. He's a warrior out there. Um, overall, you know, a lot to be frustrated by in that fourth quarter, particularly a lot of sloppiness, dropped passes, Tez dropped two, uh, we had like four or five drops in this game, Tez dropped three, actually, uh, we had like four or five drops in this game that were, were just backbreakers, so many penalties, fall, we fall start more at home than we do on the road, super frustrating, um, you know, holding penalties by the, by the boatload. Uh, even threw in our, our illegal man downfield tonight too. It just just a lot of self-inflicted wounds in this game that that really prevented this game from from being a, a twenty to thirty point blowout. That you know the game game control and game game flow and everything would indicate. But a win's a win. You win in advance. You got two more to go to to get back to Vegas and and get you know put yourself in position to to make the Pac-12 title game you know, potentially win the Heisman, potentially make a playoff, you know, the, everything's right out there still in front of them. So you take the win and you move on. Uh, let's look at a little bit of stats here. You know, Caleb Williams, uh, 291 yards, one touchdown, 8.6 yards per attempt. I thought Oregon did a pretty good job on him. You know, he made his usual Caleb Williams plays, but in general, I thought they controlled him pretty well. He didn't really run for a lot. They they uh, they they sacked him. They harassed him a lot. They were around him a lot in this game. Um, they really didn't give up much on the ground. Marshawn Lloyd only 37 yards rushing. Austin Jones 26, only 73 total for USC. But the the Ducks did a great job there. They weren't they they weren't good in the red zone though. Um, you know USC ran for three scores in the in the close in red zone and and they really got all three of those pretty easily so that that's something to be a little bit concerned about Taj Washington 82 yards uh receiving Brendan Rice 81 um you know kind of mixed their targets around a lot in this game uh the fumbles I think were huge especially you know the Austin Jones fumble that was a key play in this game I'd say the two key plays in this game you know that fumble recovery I you know kind of turned what could have been a 
a one to two possession game into a two to three possession game, right? That was a huge play uh, in the third quarter there. And then obviously the, the pass interference call that I talked about earlier that kept this game close in the fourth quarter that shouldn't have been. Those were the two probably biggest plays in this game. You know, going over to the Oregon side of the ball, they, you know, they put up 550 yards of offense. Bo, Bo was, uh, you know, he was, he was great today. He was in command. He's, he's been the Bo we've seen the last three weeks, throwing the ball down the field. Um, very accurate again, 23 for 31, but he had four or five drops. I mean, that easily is 27 for 31 or 28 for 31. If, if those guys hang on to the ball. So really dominance, 412 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, 13 yards per attempt, huge average, extremely good game for Bo today. He's, he's right there. You know, he's one, two in the Heisman it's Penix and Bo for the Heisman right now. And I, I there's nobody else close. It's, it's those two guys. I, I know they're going to make a push for Marvin Harrison, but I, I just don't, I don't, I don't see how it's not one of those two guys unless, you know, they start losing Bucky Irving warrior. Again, he was battling injury all game, 19 carries, 118 yards, a touchdown for him. Jordan James, a um, little workman, like not as, not as efficient seven for 25 uh, Troy huge game for Troy, only two catches, but he had 147 yards and a touchdown. He had an 84 yarder. And then he had a, you know, another one that was another 60-something yarder. So, uh, great game for Troy. Explosive game. His average 73 and a half yards per reception. So, you know, great job there for Troy. Puts him over, well over a thousand yards. And in fact, it might put him over 1,100 yards on the year. 11 touchdowns on the year. Tez Johnson follows up his great game last week. Seven catches, 126, and two touchdowns. He also that though had those those really critical drops, which is unfortunate. Uh, Terrence Ferguson, probably one of his best receiving games of the season. They really used him in the passing game well. Six for 60 and the touchdown. And then Bucky, out of the out of the backfield, five for 43. And that that you know swing pass on fourth down to convert late in the game and end the game was, was such a great play call by Stein, right? Just a huge call. I loved going for it there. You know, you know, you're at, you're at the 30-yard line. You could, you're up nine. You convert, the game's over. You don't convert. USC still has to get two possessions. You know, what are you going to do, pooch punt? I mean, maybe, I don't know. I like that call. I like going for it. I love the play call. It was a low-risk play call, low-risk high reward. Bucky takes it for the first down, game over. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, on the defensive side, I think Evan Williams played a great game, had the fumble recovery, had a sack, led the team in tackles. Um, you know, Taishim did pretty well. I, I thought the defensive line was really good. Dorless was great. He had a sack. Uh, Steve Stevens was matched up a lot with Zachariah Branch today, which scared me watching it, but it, it he didn't give up anything to him. So, you know, I thought he was good out there. Jordan Birch had a real strong game as well. Uh, and Marion Winston and Tatum Tuioti also got in on the sack. Actually had three sacks in this game, five tackles for loss, but they were around Caleb all all game long. They they had uh, you know several other you know stuff to run really well outside of the goal line area. So I think there's a lot to be happy about. There's a lot to be frustrated about with the way the game ended. But Oregon dominated this game. The game was never in doubt past the you know mid mid second quarter. The game was never in doubt, and Oregon you know really played a dominant game. And you know you got to clean up the penalties. You got to clean up the self inflicted mistakes. You got to get healthy. You know, you just got to, you got to, you got to move forward, but all your goals are there. You, you know, you got to go into Arizona State, who they knocked off, uh, they knocked off UCLA today. Kenny's fighting, his team is fighting, they're undermanned, they're under-talented, but they are fighting, and you give them credit. They're not going to, they're not going to let you come in there and just take the win. Oregon's going to have to go down there and, and play a good football game and, and, and win that game or have to take control of that game, so 
you know, that's where they're at. QB and I will be back on a Monday morning to talk about this game in great detail. But the Ducks moved to 9-1, and one, clearly in control of their own destiny in not only the Pac-12 title race, but they're right there for the, the college football playoffs. you got to like their odds if they win out to get in. So you just got to keep winning. And, uh, you know, great win for the Ducks. I know Dan's not going to be happy with the sloppiness, with the penalties, with the mistakes, and he's going to – this team's going to go back and they're going to work this week, just like they do every week. And they're going to come out ready for Arizona state. Uh, Washington moves to 10 and 0, beating Utah. The, 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 it's really Washington, Oregon. Now the, this weekend, really I'll put out my, uh, the, the, all the permutations, but this weekend is really solidified things. Utah's at three losses now in conference. USC's at three losses. Really the only other two teams that have a shot now are Oregon state and Arizona. Oregon state has to play Washington and Oregon. Um, so if they win both those games, then they're going to be in the, in the conference title game, and they'll deserve it. Obviously, I'm going to say the odds of that are pretty low, but they can do it. They control, they you know, basically control their own destiny right now. They can go beat those two teams and, and put themselves in Vegas, so good for them. Arizona probably has a better path. They, they, they struggled a little bit with the Colorado team today, but they won. So they got to they got to beat Utah at home, and I don't think that's going to be easy because Utah's playing pretty good football. They put up a fight today up in Seattle, but if Arizona wins that and then takes care of business in the Territorial Cup, they're at seven and two, and all they need is Oregon to lose somehow. If if or if they get an Oregon loss, then they're going to be in that three-way tie with what you know potentially they're either going to have a two-way tie with Oregon and Arizona will win that tiebreaker. They will have a better in-conference record or sorry, their opponents will have a better record in conference. Their conference opponents will have a better strength of schedule, essentially than Oregon's conference opponents based on who each team didn't play. So in that scenario, Arizona is going to win that two way tiebreaker. So if they win out and they get Oregon, Oregon to lose somewhere, Arizona's going. So they're still in it. Oregon state's still in it. They got to win out both games. Washington's basically in at this point. I mean, there's probably scenarios where they could, they could not make it if they lose both their remaining games. But let's be honest, they're not going to lose to Washington State. That's not going to happen. So they're basically in. And they might have clinched. I don't know. I haven't ran all the permutations. But uh, it's definitely going to be Washington. Oregon, if they take care of business, they're going to be in. Um, and then Arizona and Oregon State are lingering there. So we'll watch that. I'll put out those scenarios tomorrow. Great win for the Ducks. To beat anytime you beat the Trojans is uh, is a great day, and a lot of uh, the the crowd was great. Students were there early, filled up early. The stands were full. The stands were loud. There was a lot of recruits on hand. A lot of a lot of returning Ducks were down there on the sideline before the game. There was a lot of excitement in the house. The you know the lights looked great. The uniforms looked, were popping under the lights, and and you know it was a great a great environment. The weather was perfect. Couldn't ask for a better a better uh, a better evening of football. So, Ducks take care of business. Ducks win 36-27. Move to nine and one. They go down to the desert, take on the Arizona State Sun Devils next week. And I'll be back at you with QB on Monday to break this one down more. Have a good night.